Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Romeo, and this is The Good, The Bad, and The Guns. This is episode 29, and in this episode, we're going to follow up on more so bring a bit of a conclusion to my last topic in episode 28, where I asked the question, are black organizations done? Organizations like the NAACP, the Nation of Islam, the Congressional Black Caucus, BLM, the new Black Panther Party, the 5% of Nation, the Hebrew Israelites, are these organizations done? Are these organizations, have they served their time and their purpose? What do you think? It's my opinion that most of these organizations are dated, they've lost their way, they no longer serve the intended purpose anymore. They're now just a consolidation power, I mean, a consolidation block of power that is then used against the people that they are intended to be advocates for. So that's my take on that. And as a result, this brings me into today's um, topic, which is poor leadership. And I believe that most of these organizations are governed under poor leadership. And it's more along the lines of that the elders have failed to empower the next generation of young men as well as young women for the role of leaders. It seems to be more important to consolidate power than to empower. As a result, the organizations have become dated and out of touch when it comes to outreach programs of today's youth. As a community, many of our fathers have lost their ways. Many black men have surrendered their strength of parenting to the state and to the rest of society. We have allowed our culture to be governed by pop culture. Our integrity, our heritage, and our traditions have all been usurped. So what I'm saying is that because of the lack of accountability that we have as individuals on an individual level, we have lost ground. So leadership, well, so I would more so go along and say, as, and no wonder why the leadership helm, the men and women who have either been propped up or who we look at as men that we should admire and go along with, have no respect for us because they have no respect for authority and they have no respect for the responsibility of what leadership entails. I will give you an example of what I mean by that. So among us and in most nations, it's just in general, we, we try to make sure that the smartest, the most brightest, the brilliant minds among us are the ones who, have a, who are speaking for us, the ones who are advocating on our behalf, who can articulate the frustrations that we're having as a group of people so that where those have those frustrations are able to be met when you look at Detroit Baltimore um, Chicago uh, what's the other place uh, Memphis all these heavily populated black environments that are so inundated with crime and if you were to check who are the governing bodies within these environments these environments are governed by people that look just like you and me. These people are predominantly black. These gov these cities are predominantly governed by black people. Okay? And I know that 
the road to hell is paved with good intentions. So I know that all of the men and women who are in these positions are not just there because they are just narcissistic with intentions on just consolidating power. Many of them, many of them went in with great intentions and as a result of the way the system, the institution is set up, many of them succumbed because life as it happens. You got mortgage bills, you got your kids and all these other things and your priorities change. But as a result of your priorities changing, the men and women who you're supposed to serve, they get put on the back burner and they now become a nuisance and they now become a opportunity to create a deal in order for a, a career advancement for whatsoever it may be. But yet you go back to the people and you point the finger and say that, well, as I would have gotten it done, but as a result of these white boys getting in the way, who want to pass, who wants to push, who want to push their own personal agenda. I, you know, I can't get it done this, 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 um, this sitting. But if you give me an opportunity to get in next quarter, I get in there and I, I can get it, I can get it. So more promises when your heart is not in the, not in the fight takes place. And we, as everyday working men and women, we get lost in the sauce of just trying to make ends meet. And these men and women play on the fact that most of us don't have enough time in a day to figure out what's going on politically within our communities. Non, I mean, other than what's being pushed down our throat on a national level. So what ends up happening is you just go through the emotion of re-electing the previous person who's not doing anything. Before you know it, it's 30, 40 years and these men and women have accumulated great wealth for themselves and their offsprings, but you are still stuck in the same place. But yet they will always give you the same rhetoric as it's never your fault, it's always someone else's fault. So they don't empower you, they depower you so that they can take that depowerment that you have and make themselves powerful for whomever would be the highest bidder. So I think that in conclusion of this is that in our community, we seek to empower others, but we don't seek to empower ourselves. And to me, that is a, that's a very shameful approach to living. And that's why I say men have to get back involved within their homes, within their communities, so that their presence and their, their energy can radiate throughout the bright minds that we do have within our communities so that the bright minds understand what it means to have integrity, what it means to not allow oneself to fall victim to a mere instant gratification, but at the same time, the people you claim to love and you would willing to fight for lose in the long run. So poor leadership is definitely something that we're struggling with within our community. And poor leadership is something that we have to find a way to overcome. And I believe that the best way for us to start by start overcoming poor leadership is to start calling out the nonsense that comes out of the mouths of the men and women who have either elected themselves to be our mouthpiece or the men and women who we 
may have elected at one time or another to speak on our behalf. We now have to bring these men and women to task and let them know that no longer are we going to sit by idly and allow you to do things and say things in the name of us when these things are advantageous to our overall health and development as a group of people. Anyway, if you like what I'm saying here and you think that I have a valid opinion, I mean a valid opinion on it, please leave a comment. If you think that I'm reaching and maybe I'm just talking out of my ass, I'd still like to hear from you. I'd like to continue this discussion because I'm still trying to work out some ideas here. And yeah, thank you for checking out the Good, the Bad, and the Guns podcast. Like I say, I am your host, Romeo, and I'll see you on the next one. Peace, guys.